0: Welcome to this week's edition of Record Roundtable, where we talk about a band, talk about an artist, talk about a guy who's in a band and stuff. Let's
1: we over to my LCD Sound System. I wish Daft Punk was playing instead.
0: Aw, do you? My name's Dax. <laughs> my name's Caleb Robinson, that I'm here with Jared. I'm Tyler. We're here talking about LCD Sound System, and it sounds
1: like Dax is ready to... Take a shit on a band. Come back to it. Okay. Let me let me sit on it for a minute, and huh. then I'll be able to. Right. Earlier, uh, a
0: couple of days ago, I, or yesterday, or whatever day it was, I said ACDC sound system. And I definitely wouldn't listen. I, I, I saw that. I that would have been more fun. I saw that. LCD system of a down. Yep. I'd, I'd rather watch an LCD TV. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a stupid name for a band. Okay, well,
0: I guess I know that two people didn't like it. Tyler, did you like LCD Sound yeah, it System? Was, it was fine. It was fine.
1: Yeah, it was pretty. It was I liked it, okay. Okay. I actually agree with Tyler. I thought it was fine. It just makes me angry for some reason. <laughs> what makes you angry? Just them in general. Let's talk about it. So, they shouldn't they shouldn't be big. They shouldn't be respected. They should be kind of just an okay band that existed for a while. Mm-hmm. But they are big. For what reason? They're not very good. They're just like, hey, you like Daft Punk? Hey, you like Talking Heads? Hey, you like David Bowie? Speaking, We're of- not like any of those, but we'll talk about them.
0: Speaking of that, really like- I got a thing. He did an interview. Who did? James Murphy. Thank you. And... They, he said, you don't have to work very hard to write an article about us. Just use the words "unlikely frontman," "bear-like," "unshaving," "unshaven," "talking heads," blah blah blah. <laughs> huh? Informative, indeed. He knows. He he knows who they are. Yeah, he does. We, well, what are they? They are a electronic rock group that uh, were good on their first album. Mm-hmm. and then uh became less rock and more boring more boring what yeah. was boring about them uh, that they had 9 minute songs that I, were songs very repetitive too, yeah, it's too long it's their drone songs their drone songs there there's yeah i could see that it, i i disagree but that's okay you're also pretentious. I Dude. am. Pretentious. This is a band for pretentious this. people. It's, I, it is. I a already pretentious band. This. LCD sound system. I like you, but you're bringing me down. Well, I don't know if the, <laughs> why is every
2: you got every song is the length of a dance club song. But no, I'm not in a dance club. I'm in my car having to listen to you.
0: Well, okay, so here's my big question in terms of LCA sound system. How is it that dance music for them was actually translated into like critical success? Because you don't see dance music
1: translating Because they put hooks
2: in it and lyrics in it. That's it. And then they made it the same length as the original dance song.
1: Yeah? Yes. I think they just knew the right people. Much like... Arcade I knew your, Fire. yeah figure that they you have a relationship with They well, didn't yes. know they didn't just
2: know the right people. He had a raise out his own le- James yeah. Murphy had DFA records. Yeah. He so. he worked
0: on Reflector by Arcade Fire. He talked about that on the Arcade Fire episode. Go back and listen to our Arcade Fire episode. Tyler continue about the record label. They got brands that are electronic uh supposedly. Yeah, but Murphy Murphy is like a co-founder of the label. Right, he's a co-founder. So. And he put himself on his label. Right, exactly. So, it, so they
2: got an easy out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And easy out. Yeah. And they've got other people on there that are probably better than them.
1: And have to work for it. They didn't well, yeah. It.
2: Hot Chips on there. Oh, I like mm-hmm. them. They're better.
1: Uh, yep. The synthesizer, the synth player for Hot Chip is the synth player for uh, LCD sound system. Well, there you go. Really? Everyone's
2: cheating. Quit mm-hmm. cheating, everyone. Uh, I like some of the things. Hot Chip is better. Hot Chip is yeah. better, I would think, too. But I like some of the LCDs. I don't know where do you want to where do you want to go with this conversation?
0: Because I'll going. save
2: I'll save my bit this bit that I was going to throw out there till later. No,
0: you can say your bit if you it, want to say it, your bit. Well, I
2: mean, it, so on the opener from American Dream, mm-hmm. a little bit of a, a little bit of a shift to like uh,
0: some 80, s- 80, synth eighty synth pop. pop. Yeah, eighty synth pop. Yeah, that feels pretty got, good.
2: But- it reminds me of that. Did you guys ever hear College, the group College?
0: I have heard of them. I don't know if I've listed anything. They
2: I'm did not. some work on. Did you have Did you any of see Drive, the Ryan Gosling movie Drive? Yes. Mm-hmm. Good movie. You know the 80s synth pop sounds <laughs> of that? <laughs> that's college. Uh, okay. So, but not as good as college. But that's what's reminiscent. So I like the sounds. It's fun. It's mm-hmm. fun to get back in. And it, but it's a little bit newer. So I don't know. That's a bit that I'm going. It's a little bit better in terms of being able to reminisce and enjoy it in that aspect. The other stuff's just, I don't know. It's okay,
1: so why do critics like it so much because they're pretentious too? Yes, is that it? They knew the right people and they got a couple good reviews, and then other critics saw those good reviews and they're like, Oh, I should review this well. Like, yep. um, uh, the, the what, what's the guy you watch on YouTube,
0: uh, Neil Drop Fantano? Yeah, Anthony,
1: yeah, he knows that they're well respected, yeah, so he likes them. Because much like you. That's not what he does.
0: I don't know. He gave American Dream a 5 out of 10. Because it's not very good. It's their worst album, probably. I would agree that it's probably not their most exciting album. But I still like it. Um, Was well, it their worst album? Because they only got four. So Right. Is it their best yeah. album? Or is it the worst album? No, it's the I worst album. I said it's album. probably
1: their, their least exciting album. They faked Breaking Up. Which is another reason I don't like them. Get into this, please. Okay, so the Madison Square Garden show.
0: Yep, which there's a whole documentary about, uh, Shut Up and Play the Hits. mm -hmm. Which, also, I'd like to talk about this very, very briefly. Uh, Nobody else watched it, right? No. You know who performed with them during that Madison Square Garden performance? Reggie Watts of Comedy Bang Bang fame. I was so when I saw him on the performance in Madison Square Garden. I was like, that is so cool. Continue.
1: Uh, one of the show producers wanted uh, Big Boy. Is that his name from Outcast? Yeah, Big, big Boy. Really. They wanted him to open for them because they didn't think they could sell out Madison Square Garden on their own. So they wanted a big name to go with them.
0: They wanted a big boy.
1: Yeah, big boy. Big James name, big Murphy. Boy. He got all pissed, pissed off because he was like, oh, we're fucking good enough. You know, You know what? if we break up, then we'll definitely sell out. We'll sell it in 20 minutes. And they, sold, they broke up and they sold out. Literally and figuratively. Exactly. Right. <laughs> then after the show, they gave it some time. They, they wrote some He did stuff. his own things. They came back. Seven years? It was a lark. A lark. His words exactly were, it wasn't exactly a lark, but it was kind of larky.
2: All right. Those were his words. That's not a good thing to do. Don't do that. Fake breakups to sell mm-hmm. tickets. That's not cute.
0: I don't have, think it was a fake breakup. I think that
1: it was uh, a publicity stunt.
2: Yeah, it may have been. A little have bit of an alternative that. reality that's going on here. They still run. broke up. Whatever you want to do. Did you want to There's, say your thing? The albums are too long. That's what, it's, that's what I don't like. I'd like LCD Sound System, but I want them to just. I just want to hear half of the songs. Do you think that Sound of Silver is too long? It's fifty-six minutes. I don't think that the album itself is too long. I think the songs are too long like fifty six minutes isn't too long for an album, but you've made long songs, and so if a song's not particularly good, I have to listen to it for eight minutes or fifty six minutes
0: That album was actually okay I yeah, li- the I liked first that two album. albums were were pretty good. they were better than what I thought they were gonna be I, I like the first two I wasn't well. sure what I was gonna get when I was told I had to listen to this. Because I had an idea of what they were, but then I kind of forgot. Like their first album was more rocky, yeah, and then the second album was the same way. Like uh, the song I knew I liked "New York, I Love You, But You're Bringing Me Down." I knew I liked that song, yeah, that's from a, song. a long time ago. That's and the also, song they closed with on the Madison Square Garden show, and I knew I liked the song "All My Friends," uh, but then I never, I didn't never really get into or listen to uh, "This Is Happening," other than I did know the song. Uh, drunk drunk girls. Drunk girls. Yep. I like when it played, I was like, oh, okay, I knew I know this. Well, well Drunk Girls album... is like the shortest of the songs and is the most easily like most e- the easiest song to be a hit. So what about North American Scum. No, what? from that from that album oh, specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. North American Scum is yeah. Yeah. Here that album had a lot of songs that are
2: recognizable on it. Sound of Silver did. Yeah. So I know I like that. I like I actually
0: like the first three albums. First album was definitely. My I don't favorite. dislike any of those albums. Did you say first album is your favorite, Air ty- Dax? Yes. Gotcha. Other people' favorite albums?
2: I don't think first I had, one. I don't think I have one. I don't think I have a favorite of, of all. You just like the first. I like three? the first three. Ameri- whenever I like the, I like that opener to American Dream because I like the. Oh baby. Yeah, I like the use of that those sounds, and I almost bought it, mm-hmm. but then it was like twenty eight bucks. I'm like no. I don't pay $20 for that.
0: You guys want to hear an alternate universe that could have happened? What? Yes. James Murphy attended New York University where he was an English major, but later dropped out at age 22. He was offered a job writing for the sitcom Seinfeld, which was then little known. He did not expect the show to be successful and chose to continue with music instead. Hmm. So, so we could, we could have, have had not him. had an LCD sound system, and could have had a very different Seinfeld. Can you we imagine have... if Daft Punk did the theme song to Seinfeld? <laughs> <laughs> Just take the bow but, down, bow, but then like put some like club beats in the background. Yeah,
2: yeah. that'd be I pretty hear good. synth tones over top. Yeah, I like that. I do like on the first. I, well, I like ironically how they continue to want me to know how much they like Daft Punk on the first one. Mm.
0: They want you to know. They want me to know. I really like Daft Punk. It's very cool. I could tell. Thank you. Continue to tell me, please. I, I'm i not super into Daft Punk. I, I'm not super into, like, I guess I'm just not going to be super into any kind of, like, dance music to begin with. It's hard for dance music to be, I guess, it's hard for dance music to be good is really what it comes down to. Usually it's just kind of, like, well, a repetitive. There's just a time and place for it. Yeah. And it's typically in the club. In the club in while, the dancing, club, while yeah. you dance. Right. What else, when dance else you going to listen to it? It's music for you to dance to and not think about. Right so it's all about beats a beat mostly it's mostly percussive yeah the tones are just
2: to fill space like right now someone (laughs) should do it
0: (laughs) starting in 1993 murphy james murphy used the name death from above when djing the name death from above led to a dispute with a two-man canadian band also using the name in response to a legal threat, the Canadian group changed their name to Death From Above 1979. 1979. Yeah, they're good. Hmm. They're good. They're better than <laughs> They are better than LCD Soundsystem, yes. <laughs> I like that this this whole episode is who's better than the group that we had to I listen to. I don't know. He Murphy was going to be the uh producer for David Bowie's final studio album, Black Star, but it reportedly fell through. However, he does make a guest appearance on the album as a percussionist. Hmm, I didn't Mm. know that. Who did produce it?
1: Didn't Arcade Fire work on that album too? Didn't they do something with it?
0: Well, I mean, you've already talked about like why are you trying to taint Bowie? There's a relationship between LCD Sound System and and Arcade Fire and Bowie. Yeah. So and because you've been making this point of like it it depends on who you know kind of thing. Yeah. And that's what this kind of this comes down to. I don't know that James Murphy necessarily knows people. Or beforehand, I don't think the beforehand. I think, again, it was this kind of concept of him already having a record label. And the first album is really just him, it's not really a band. The whole idea of having the band come together was kind of like for live performances, was my understanding. Hmm. Uh, And so, So it's
1: a studio project with uh, fake members.
0: No, it didn't say fake members. I said if that it was only him. Live so performance. Don't get into fake uh, no. again like you
1: did for the gorillas.
0: Yeah, this is getting oddly familiar in it an was uncomfortable way. James... I think. <laughs> it was James Murphy making music and then he had people who would play the music that he made. It wasn't fake members of a band. It was him. It was the band. It's true. Okay. That doesn't make any sense as an argument.
1: Okay. Okay. Let's move on from it then.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, so then the, I think the rest of the band came in on actual like performances on the albums throughout the rest of the albums. The weird thing is, is that if you're saying that you really like the first album, that was like the longest album. But the reason that it was the longest album was because the first half of it from Daft Punk is playing in my house to great release is like the album. And then everything on like second side, like uh beat connection, losing my edge, so on and so forth. All of those are just like tracks that were like thrown into the album i guess it's like a super extended deluxe edition
2: yeah
1: and
0: it's it's just too much
1: it's it's a lot my two favorite songs by them are on that second side which are really? Dex. Uh beat connection and yeah which one would you like to play uh take your pick we'll do beat connection and then we'll do a little bit of yeah okay he ruined it the first you, part's good though you don't like his vocals no uh, his vocals are very different and weird
0: i like his
2: vocals you like his vocals? Yeah, I like his vocals they're all
1: right in some of them i just like the instrumental part of this song yeah i'm gonna play a little bit of yeah now do you want the pretentious mix or the crass version Go i crass. hate that there's
0: two versions and one of them's pretentious i love that it's pretentious I like it. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's pretty good. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, sure, so it vocals. just make songs
2: out of nothing. It's all right. Vocals. Keep talking. I like the vocal delivery. It's kind of different. But it's, it also it's, it's different. almost spoken. Uh, a little bit. It is kind of spoken, but it switches over different courses of so because the songs are lengthy. Mm. Some of them, some of the long songs are good because there are different phases of it and shifts back and forth, you know, and it actually makes sense and he sings differently in different portions of it. Yeah. So you get a kind of a different
0: varying style of singing. Do you think that it just by nature longer songs are less enjoyable? I know Jared feels that way. <laughs> Anytime that we have a longer album or a longer song, Jared is pissed immediately. It just depends. He needs things to be 3 to 4 minutes long. If you make it 5 or 6, you're done. He needs albums to be 30 to 45 minutes. If they're near an hour, he's done. I got stuff to do. My fa- <laughs> my favorite song is a long- one of the longer songs. Yeah, which one? Dance Yourself Clean. Ooh, thank you cuz that was one of my two favorite songs and I now I don't have to pick Dance Yourself there you go. Clean.
2: the dynamic in that song the dynamics
0: i really like that song quite a bit
1: yeah it's a good song do you know how ice mountain delivers okay
0: all right I'm anyways
1: sorry. i think
0: that so i have a different perspective on the length of the songs and again i i recognize the the statement that this music is really it's for pretentious people and i i get that it's like vampire weekend being for pretentious people it's that kind of music where it's just for that type of listener but i i think that i get a lot more off of it in terms of that these songs are long but they're very well built they're structured very well they're produced very well and it takes patience to get through an lcd sound system song and it takes patience to get through an lcd sound system album i think that it's for a patient listener i don't think that lcd sound system is a group that's just for everybody i i understand Other people not liking LCD sound system, but I really, really like LCD sound system for the fact that they do a lot of interesting things and they aren't necessarily, because I understand the idea that they're like selling out, but their music is not inherently popular music. It doesn't sound like something that would work. Their songs are way too long to be singles. Their music doesn't sound like music that you're going to hear on the radio. It doesn't even sound like what you're going to hear in the club or anything like that. It takes elements of dance music, but it does something different with it. It takes things from New Wave, and it does something different with it. It takes different things from electronic music. Even punk music it takes different elements from, and it mixes these things together, and it's not necessarily music that is going to work. So I understand that, like... It's a group that seems like they're selling out and they put a big Madison Square Garden show on. but their music inherently is not sellout music. It's not maroon 5. No, it's, it's not well, like it's not pop music. It's not pop music no
2: but it, but it's because what it is, you know what it is and I realized this when I was listening to it. it's the music I wish that I could go to a club and hear. Yeah, I would prefer to be if I were to go to a club, which isn't even my scene, if i went to a club and i wanted to dance with some people and hang out i would be like i don't feel comfortable just dancing to some beat garbage i would want to, this to play yeah that's what it is it's dancing that's why we need to
0: break. go to golf night <laughs> <laughs> golf night
2: yeah but that's what it is this is like this is what i wish you would play at the club
0: yeah because, same, you, because same with something
2: like daft punk r- well yeah but i think this is even better i mean daft punk it gets portions that are just kind of like traditional, like really just kind of a normal dance music, but this, yeah. these songs are long enough house to music. dance to, right, yeah. and there's some droningness to it, and they are well they're, they are well, the production is good there's nothing to say there, I mean yeah. it is good production, the structure to me is just fine, I would prefer, if you're going to do a long song, I would prefer you to fill me with anticipation not make me patiently wait to get through the song kind of situation, you know what's a good house and I'm not song? anticipating anything specifically in a lot of these songs,
0: but, massive attack you know, I agree. It and it is actually. What's funny is that group is like IDM house music too. Mm-hmm. So boom, you get it? yeah, because it's on the show. House, house, massive attack. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, continue. Or did you have any other thoughts on that? What was I? Did you did you read anything about the drummer of LCD Sound System? No, no, I don't think so. Jerry Fuchs. Fuchs. F u c h s Confucius. Yeah, that's fucius Go on. He died.
1: Okay. Oh.
0: He fell down an elevator shaft.
1: What? Oh, wow. How did that happen? That can't be real.
0: He was in New York. He was caught in a broken elevator in, in Brooklyn. Uh, when assistants arrived and the doors were pried open, he attempted to jump out of the elevator car. Upon landing, his hood caught on something, pulling him off balance, and he accidentally fell to his death down the elevator shaft he was attending a benefit to raise education funds for underprivileged children in india
2: i did read about that actually
0: huh. the album this is <laughs> happening was dedicated to his his memory hmm. how about that that's pretty yeah that was sad. i'm not I'm, I'm really confused about the physics of the whole thing i mean i assume yeah i don't know i mean yeah. i how I guess he was jumping from one thing to another. His okay, so maybe he was it. jumping out of it, and the hood caught as he was jumping up, and so it pulled him back. And that's back into the elevator. No, no, down, like in between where so the top of the elevator is. Here's and the where hole.
1: Th- here's the elevator. He was yeah. getting through this a lot gap. of hand motions anyway. on here. Whoop!
0: That was for Tyler, not for
1: the. It podcast. doesn't work that way, bud. Have is you seen an like... elevator shaft? There's not space to slip through. Yeah, if it's only like halfway. Up open you know if it's stuck halfway
2: when the w- let me ask you this yeah i'm in an elevator uh-huh. there are interior doors and exterior doors right. to the shaft yes in which the elevator goes up and down in uh-huh. when the elevator doors open on a floor yes. how much
1: space is between the interior and exterior doors no he didn't fall through there he fell through the gap underneath the elevator. How do you get to that gap? Because the elevator was no. stuck halfway into the door There's the There's a wall there. There was no wall. He was jumping. That was the whole thing. What point.
2: are you talking okay. about? He was Think in a of car. the
1: physics of it. <laughs> he was in a car, right? The car goes up and down in the shaft. Yes. The uh, shaft is, is tight, here. bud. There is a wall, right? Th- the opening is right there. There's a tiny little gap in the there elevator where... that he slid. No. Yeah, it was stuck. I, I can pick. It makes sense. Where are you sliding through? It's not like,
2: look here. Here's the front of the elevator. Yeah. And here is the door. Uh huh. Here I am. It's halfway. I'm jump. Is he jumping up or down? Let's start here. He's jumping down. He's
1: up there in the elevator. He's getting Sli- down. Okay. Into the and floor. what?
2: And then he slipped here.
1: Yeah.
0: All right.
1: All right. <laughs> That's
0: stupid. <laughs> there's
1: no video. Well, <laughs> there's, there's Why video?
0: would you want to watch a video of that?
1: I almost fell down an elevator shaft. How are you
2: jumping down from
0: there? Are we done? (laughs) Yeah, I think... Anyways, that's very sad that the drummer passed away, but it's very nice that they dedicated their album to his Very true. Uh, So, one other thing that I want to talk about... There's actually two things. One, uh, what do you get out of... Do you find it interesting at all, like, his age at the time that LCD Sound System started? He's, like, almost 50 now... And you don't see many people start their musical career at like thirty-five. Like that's really odd. Uh, some
2: people, like whom? Well, I had a good one. The other. All right, here's the deal. I'll let you into the sad portions of my life. I haven't done much in my life. Pretty sucks. Sometimes I look at artists. Hey, you're doing some of your it's, life right are yeah, doing yeah, a podcast good. with your friends. Sometimes I do look at artists because um, I'd like to have a band. And I go, "Well, how old were they when this came out to see if I could still be relevant at this point in my life?" Sure and i'm like okay well there's look at this person was 30 something so i feel good i got like 4 years to try to maybe do something he was yeah.
0: 32 yeah when lcd sound system started but he was djing prior to that yeah so i mean but he wasn't doing he, i mean he was djing but he wasn't doing something that would have necessarily he gotten started critical acclaim music in 1988 that's crazy so he would have been 18 yeah I don't mean that he started music. I mean that he started the band and started like putting out records later Think in about life.
2: When I, I mean LCDs in high school, people, I had some people who would listen to LCD sounds. And in college, especially, a lot of people were listening to him. But those people were like way younger than he was.
0: He was only twenty three when he started his record label. Mm. The record label started in ninety three. That's when he was doing the death from above thing. Mm. So I mean. He started he was it was a slow build to get to that project, but that project was just another project that he was doing, yeah, it true. just so happened to catch fire yeah, that makes and, sense. and yeah, you know he was thirty two when that that first album came out or whatever, but like he had to kind of uh get his teeth in the game. It took him that long for anything to find any kind of success. Yeah. That big of success, at least. And I do... And I understand that you guys don't like it as much, predominantly, but I do think that what's cool about that is that he had so much time in the music scene and had experienced so much music, and so by the time he actually started making his own music, he was full of experience on a debut. He wasn't coming in like... um unrefined or anything. He was coming in with a lot of information and a lot of experience and a lot of know-how, and so he was able to come in and make a really good record. Yeah, He also owned a label and had the resources. Well, that's true, too. He did have the resources to make a good album, but... The connections. To make yeah, I can popular. make you... You, right. also, you also... <laughs> well, right. You can't make good music out of connections. You have to also be able to be musically minded and yeah, musically talented. We know
2: that
1: by Arcade Fire. I know so... Some... <laughs> The DJ Khaled. No, why are you talking about it? Hey, what about him? He only makes music off Connections. He doesn't make I'm music. Done.
2: Everyone else makes music that he asks them to make, and then he calls it his. Yeah. So scratch that. Scratch that example.
0: Boy! Scratch. He should that do a collab one. with
1: LCD Sound System. Oh, that would be good. I would, I would listen uh, to that. Yeah, I wouldn't listen to that. Yeah, you would. No, I wouldn't.
0: It would just disappoint me if somebody played it for me. I'd just be upset the whole time. You're always upset anyway. Is LCD Sound System upfront about their pretentiousness?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think he's pretty self aware. He has a pretentious mix on his first album. You got
2: to be pretentious in your art if you are pretentious for and for pretentious people. You have to be pretentious.
0: Yeah. I mean. If you make pretentious, there's something pretty pretentious about the idea of having a documentary about your, your sellout, like Madison Square Garden show. That's not just because like the way that the the documentary is structured is that it's you see like him at his like, I think it's an apartment type thing that's in. You get the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, So you see him in his apartment. You see him like doing interviews and talking with a, in, in a reporter or whatever. And then you see clips from. um. The show, like they don't play the full, per, like the full performance of Matter Score Garden, but they show a lot of it, and so you see him talking about it. And there's just there's a big artistic feel to the documentary, obviously because it's a documentary and not just a live performance or anything like that. But to take something that you have as a performance and then turn it into a whole nother like form of art, it just seems pretentious in its own right. Yeah,
2: you know, I guess my question is, is the pretension you know, if I was uh, created pretentious music for pretentious people, mm-hmm. and then pretentious people listen to it, I would find it deeply ironic. And then I would just continue to do it, in spite of them. Yeah, yeah. That's my question. Gotcha. Has it reached a level of irony? Like, is he ironically pretentious because his—that's what his fan base is? I don't know. Because that sounds fun.
0: Jared, have you played your favorite song yet? I don't think you have. No, I think I'm going to pick all my friends. Okay. song that i had saved by them in my dance playlist oh man Mm. that's a pretty good song also featured in uh, that dance playlist is hot chip Oh, also the former guitarist for uh, lcd well i guess he's the current guitarist but he was in the band also known as three exclamation points
1: Mm. Mm. is that how
0: it's pronounced (laughs) that's what it says It's, it's it's tjk how would you say that? I guess that's pretty, yeah. And then also C H K C H K C H huh. K. So that's however you. Hmm. It's fun to pronounce. That's those. interesting. What do you think about the
2: use of uh, droning loops, built up built up droning loops like that? Like that whole song, you got that you got the loop of the piano the enti- almost the entire time.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that most of the time it's annoying, but I think in that song it's I I like it because it's a beat. And it, it like he, I don't know. I like his vocals on that song too. It's kind of, I don't know. It's good. I liked it. I guess where I I guess it can
2: get the the length of the songs can get kind of mad to me is when you have a song where it's got that in. So it's interesting if you have droning loops like that and you you really layer them. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And then you can so that you hear how everything kind of plays. Then you can pick them out and all this or that. But they don't have like a super lot of layers necessarily not always sometimes but not always sometimes but a lot of times it's like uh you know you've got some type of a uh, bass or some type of a synth bass something over top of that a little bit of drums and it's like three or four layers and sometimes you got the droning bit there but it's not like super built up where you just have these things being repetitive until like gets to a
0: point yeah it just kind of goes i don't know i'm not sure my thought on it it seems kind of like what you would do as a dj to a I mean, certain yeah, degree right. so it makes sense that like his, his experience as a DJ sometimes kind of like blends into his music mm-hmm. but that's that's what I get off of it so I will play my favorite song now my favorite song is North American Scum yeah Arcade Fire performed that song with them at Madison Square Garden. Oh, that'd be, what? that'd be, that'd be pretty. Good. Uh, that'd be pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah, I like that song. They really, it was just members of the Arcade Fire just doing like the the vocal like yeah you know, part that's in the chorus. Oh, well, that's all right. Yeah, I like the intro to that song. Yeah, I do too. The little that little groove that that, that drum that drum kick. Yep. Oh
2: yeah. It kind of, it almost reminds me of a little bit of Latin, Latin like I'm going to get into it. I could see that. The initials. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't get to that point, but it also reminds me of, what's the, it reminds me of the song that plays when all of the Ikea furniture and labels are popping into the apartment in Fight Club, when he's talking about how he's got
0: all that stuff. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember the name of the song or anything, but that's, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Any other... I, one thing, too, that I will say, and this is what makes this episode a little bit different from other episodes, is that there's a lot less culture behind LCD Sound System. You don't really know a lot about James Murphy other than what we've already talked about. Yeah, there's not much on him. The, the, there's not a lot of, like, interesting, fun facts that you usually <laughs> like to... There's <laughs> yeah. not a, a whole lot of interesting... Diff- uh. ...like, different things to bring in. So, like, you don't, I feel like you don't know a lot about the group because I don't think that they're, like... I don't think they're so famous or anything that like there's like a lot of press following them around and figuring out all the information about them. They're pretty I don't want to say they're underground by any means, but they're more critically received than they are commercially received mm-hmm. for sure. So, definitely. Definitely. So yeah, do we have any other thoughts that we would like to talk about on this episode? I want to talk about and I don't I'm not I don't want to talk
2: about. I want to ask about lyrical content. Yeah. Yeah. What I about want, it? I want you to talk about it, or you know, I want anyone to talk about it. I just want someone to talk about it, not Dax, because you know
0: <laughs> he doesn't think about the lyrics.
2: But if you, if someone wants to comment on it, like that song in particular, anyone know anything? Anyone know anything? I've I've heard I've heard that song and I've listened to that song occasionally, but I've never really spent the time to think about it. I don't
0: think that I. Uh, the difficult part is is that this music is so heavily driven not by the lyrics. And the vocal performance really is I don't, I don't want to say bland I don't want to say boring I don't want to say anything like that It's just not It's just like another layer Stellar Yeah it's just another layer It's not something that's like So important to the music That it stands out well, I'm heavily. just
2: wondering if he's trying to I guess what's he trying to say With the music Anything? Are you just trying to create something that's like what you already know? I mean, what, what's the point for him, I guess, is I think my it question. it
0: depends on the song. So, like, if you have a song like Drunk Girls, I'm mm-hmm. going to play a little bit of Drunk Girls, and then we can, like like, listen to the lyrics of a song like that. So on a song like that, I think that the vocal performance and the lyrics are just kind of for the sake of fun, for the right. sake of dancing, for the sake of just kind of like being a layer to the song. Right. I don't think that they're really trying to like put across an e- a message. But then you ha- I'll play another one. Uh, another song that's off of their first album mm-hmm. is Losing My Edge, which feels very different. So yeah. I'll play a little bit. That better. last one, by Is the that way. song about you too?
2: No, no. That last one, uh, "Drunk Girls," is a kind of a blur-sounding song to me. I could see that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm losing my edge. I'm losing my edge. To the kids from France and from London, but I was there. I was there, and I. I was there at the first can show in
1: Cologne. I'm losing my edge. I'm losing my edge.
0: So, like, on a song like that, again, it's still a layer, but they feel like there's something more to it. He's talking about. You know, I was there... Okay, so here's a couple lyrics. I was there in 1974 at the first suicide practices in a loft in New York City... I was the first guy playing Daft Punk to the Rock Kids. I played it at CGBG. Yeah, that's my least favorite. That's okay. The ex
2: just looked at me like the pretentiousness yeah, yeah. in that line. Which I was if, there. Which to me, I like, was there yeah. in
0: Jamaica during the Great Sound Clashes. I woke up naked on the beach. It's like it's this song about basically he's done. I guess all these cool things, and it does sound very pretentious mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. But it's like I've done all these cool things, but now I'm losing my edge, and I'm like I'm getting older, right. and I'm like right. becoming less interesting. So it sounds pretentious. It sounds fun. It sounds kind of like a layer to the song, but there's something a little bit more to bite into in that.
1: Right. The song had a very king missile vibe. I don't know, I'm not familiar. It's a band. They did the song Jesus Was Way Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'd mm-hmm. make sense if you knew it. Sure would. Listeners Man. probably know it, right? Yeah, everyone listeners air, they all know it. You know that
2: popular <laughs> song about Christ. Anyway. played on the
0: Christian radio station. Right. You raise me up by Josh Grobe. <laughs> That's
2: it. Um what about you? In terms of... Lyrical content. I don't know. I'm wondering... Uh, well, when North North American Scum is a song that makes me think about it. there was another one, too. I can't remember what it was, but I don't know. It's like what... It, uh, uh, that's that's why I'm wondering, too, of the pretentiousness of, like, you know, when you have pretentious music, it can easily draw, like, wealthy people or, like, people of a certain status kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and now, what are you just telling them they all blow? Which I'm down with. That's what I would prefer you do. I think it's funny.
0: But Yeah. Speaking of blow, I don't blow, know what you're doing. Uh, King Missile also has a song called "Detachable Penis." Detachable
1: <laughs> Penis. It's a good song. Great
2: song, I guess.
0: Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> I do like this. I knew I knew that group, and I was like, I think I know a song by that. Uh, <laughs> was right. That even sounds familiar to me. And I don't know why, because like, I've never heard it. Do 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 do. Jared so- or Dex, do you have any take on? Like lyrical content Or did you like I, I mean I know
2: how Dax feels about no, Lyrical I'm, content I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna leave
0: Jared um, I like the first Album's lyrics uh The punkier stuff But it's hard To really take Much substance From dance music's Lyrics in my opinion Like you don't really it Listen to dance does normally have them No I mean it does Normally have them It's just rep- like Repeated like uh, one more time, yeah, that's what I was thinking in my head too. Like, yeah, but it's just like a sample. I mean, you're just running
2: a loop. It's, obvious, it's a clearly a layer, right? I mean, it's more about the sound of the words than, you know. But this is spoke. This is continual. This isn't like a loop of the same thing. This isn't about what these words sound this mm-hmm. way, so I'm going to put them at a certain point in the song. You know, he there are actual lyrics to it, as to where most dance songs. That's true. You don't even have a real lyric. You just have. Something that sounds a certain way, and you just run it in there over and over and over and over.
1: He talks about other bands way too much. You've already said
0: that. I'm gonna say it again.
1: <laughs> you're you're on a loop now. Oh, <laughs> uh, very clever. Thanks.
2: Well, do you think he's? Do you think like I want you to make a connection to Daft Punk because I want you to realize that, that I like Daft Punk and that's who's inspiring me. Like you know, how how forefront do you need to be about your? About who's influencing you? How 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 far forward do you have to bring that? It's a, you don't no, think people just can figure it
1: out? It's a ploy to get people to like him.
2: Yeah, but I like Talking Heads, and I don't like them the way I like Talking Heads because Talking Heads is way better.
1: Yeah, but he's like we're second best, I guess. you like those I do, bands? I do we're hear. Like I it. do
0: hear a Talking Heads kind of vibe from him a, the, little, a little, little bit. There's, a little little bit, bit, but there's but an there's influence a, of New Wave on their music for sure, right?
2: But, but it's not like you know they will never be Talking Heads. They like could. that. You know, they know, well, no, but they just. It's like when Pop you're writing.
1: Could,
0: could never sell out Madison Square Garden. That's true.
1: It's like when you're writing well, like a Hens bio is... for a band and you're like listing all the things that they've drawn influence from. They're just putting that right into they the song the so you don't have to read. That's true.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I find. Yeah, that's what they've done. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm saying. Like, how, how many. Hey, do you like Daft Punk? Listen to my album.
1: Exactly. But and they start do- right
2: off with right, it. Right. You're doing it while I'm there. That's what I guess. Right. That's what I'm like. Uh, I don't know. Talking heads I think are kind of are a pretentious band too. They are. But I think it's more I think it's they're more worthy of they're more worthy. They're they have there's We're a point. Not worthy. Well you know, like they didn't regur you know, they didn't like regurgitate noises or they're not trying you know, it was a time where they could do certain different things and they did things that was that was I'm not saying the L C D system doesn't do things that are new, like you mentioned earlier, and pulling different influences. I just don't think they did it in a way that is as credible as the talking heads. And I don't think that they could make music that has as much meaning as the talking heads. You know what I'm saying? So the pretentiousness is there and the critical claim is there. But I don't know in terms of them being an influence. I'm like, I can see where you're influenced from maybe the sound, but that's about all you took from it in a way. You know what I mean?
0: I don't know. All right. right? I think Jared's done. I think Dax is done
1: unless he wants to loop the thoughts he's already had. So it's like search engine optimization, really. They're just like putting in keywords. They're like, if I like talking heads, what else will I like into Google? They come up because they've talked about it. Well,
2: it's like their first album is like a baiting album. Come Mm -hmm. on over here and see what we've got. Mm -hmm. And then once they hooked you, they're just like, here's some other stuff we drew. and, And that's what they're next. You know, I don't know. I don't like any of them more than the rest of them. None of them are. I don't think any of them are super different from the other one, to where I can delineate the, albums that or the one songs, is the albums.
0: I mean, I feel like the first album is way different than the most recent album.
2: Well, the most recent one is the most different, though. I mean, I could say mm-hmm. that I think the most recent one is. I think America Dream is way different than the other two. That's mm-hmm. the second and third. Album. Sound of Silver, and and this is happening. But if I don't think this is happening, and Sound of Silver are that different. No, no, I think those similar. two albums are very similar, and those and, are my two favorite and albums. And outside so. of just like... Yeah, I I think I would prefer those two as well. And outside of the fact that the first one just throws so much at you, I don't think that that's that different either. You know, It's not until they've come in and, and channeled more of this synth pop. It's like a minimal synth pop, which I think, like I said, I think it's an interesting sound. I just don't know. Sure. I don't know where to go from there. Or if it's...
0: It worked okay. Yeah. It worked okay for like a nostalgic certain kind of thing, but there are other people who have done it better. Yeah. So, hu- Humor Me will assume in this situation that the breakup was legitimate because there were seven years gap between their albums and they were not performing during that time, so it was in fact a breakup. So, it is. you could argue that it's like partially fake and that it was kind of a ploy at the time, but they still followed through with it. And then they return with a new album. Are we going to hear anything more from LCD Sound System, or do you think that that was like a one and done? They'll probably make another record.
2: Yeah, I, I think they probably will too, but it, I don't know. It depends on how far. I don't. Why not? Yeah. Why not? What's the lineup? That here's a question I have. Is it the same, Are we running the same lineup? I mean, James Murphy can just do his thing and pre- put LCD Sound System on it. You know, he yes, has like rights. nine inch nails. Really. Right. He has rights to the to the name. Yeah. Because you
0: don't even really think of. Like other people, when you think of that, I like when I think of LCD, I didn't even know it was a band, yeah. Right, I thought that LCD sound system was just what James Murphy called right. his music, right? And if you, um, but uh, like apparently, like there's members in it and that n- both record and tour, but sure, I don't really who are but they, but who's writing
2: it, I guess. And if I He's let's writing say, it. let's say I was James Murphy, if I've written an album's worth of what new, are you doing here, James? New
0: music, hi, hello, hi. Hello, this is me. It would wrote... be nice to have James Murphy on the show with us. You know? he, uh, sure. He, I'm sure he'd really love the way we've been talking uh, Yeah, it would be wonderful.
2: If, James, if I were James Murphy and I had written an album's worth, which for him it could be if he really wanted to do six songs uh, <laughs> of material... And I'm like, I'm going to release this for sale. For I mean, he to could buy. do a
0: six-song album, but it'd still be two hours right, long. Right, exactly.
2: But if I did that, why would I not put it under LCD Sound System's name?
0: Sure. Yep. I mean, it's gonna that's gonna bring more attention to it. So, I mean, they have had consistent members of the group, though. They've only had one past member, if you look at right, it. Right. But my point is, even if, Mo- even if even if man even if
2: all even if everyone's like, we're not doing that, and Mr. Fuchs. Right. I guess that's true. But if everyone says we're not doing it, I'm not doing it. Another one. I don't want to do it. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure he has we're too, claimed... We're too busy recording. <laughs> right. He has claim to the title, so why, you know, are we going to see more from him? Yeah, I mean, if he's predominantly the writer, and he's got acts, and he's the one who, you know, owns the title LCD Sound System, mm-hmm. sure, why not? I mean, there's no reason for him to quit doing it, unless he just wants... Even if you just want to shift to a different sound, who cares? Here's a dream. Here's a DJ dream project.
0: Stuff. An American dream project. James Murphy, Atticus Ross... Frit Reznor. Okay. Mm. 9 Nine-inch sound system. Interesting.
1: <laughs> Sell it at Best Buy. LCD nails. <laughs> LCD nails. Ooh, throw a uh, Brendan Urie in there. Uh-huh. Just put at the disco at the end.
0: <laughs> LCD, LCD nails at the disco. It'd have that time, it'd have disco. to be
1: nine-inch nine nine inch inch. sound system at the disco. Yeah, nine-inch sound system at the disco. Yeah. Nine-inch okay.
0: nails
2: in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> count that all right okay well i'm done
0: all right dax any other thoughts i'm done jared any thoughts james murphy produced the yeah yeah yes album mosquito yeah 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 Yeah. all right i'll close out new york i love you thank you for listening to this edition of record roundtable hope you weren't brought down by this episode New York, I love you. Next week, we're going to be talking about down. Nick Cave and the bad seeds. Might bring you down too. Like a rat in a Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook. Pulling All that fun stuff. Wage.
2: Goodbye.